friends, I'm Katie Brinkley, and you're listening to Rocky Mountain Marketing. This podcast is all about helping Colorado-based small business owners, entrepreneurs, realtors, and professionals discover the strategies and systems that take their marketing to all new heights. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Today, my guest is Lois Wyant. Now, Lois has always planned on having her own business, and it's just that her path has changed along the way. For the past 30 years, she and her husband have had a very successful portrait studio, and that's where she really started focusing in on the marketing. She went from the direct mail pieces before computers to creating websites for not just themselves, but for other photographers. She loves learning and continues the direction of marketing that they now have JFT web marketing. And today we're going to do the Google. We're going to talk Google today. Lois, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Well, thank you for having me, Katie. I like that. We're going to do the Google. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because it is, everybody wants to rank on the first page. They all want to be at the very, very top of the list and without ads and without the right strategy and backlinks and SEO, it's pretty darn hard to do that. So I'm so thankful that you're going to come in and, and give us a tutorial on Google and all the things that go into to helping your website rank and get higher and get that visibility. But before we dive into that, I want to talk a little bit about you. Tell us where you grew up and what life was like growing up. Okay. Well, I grew up on the West side of Indianapolis. I went to, at that time was the second largest high school in the state. And so my class was 864, which nowadays that's not a big deal for a lot of high schools. I was the very shy, quiet person. And uh, I hated it when the teachers called on me. And so think about this in math class, my name is Lois. Okay. So in math class, it would be like a sudden shock if somebody were, if the teacher were talking about, okay, which, which denominator is the lowest, you know, and I was like, (gasps) I don't know the answer to that, you know. I'd be like, oh, I've never no. even thought about that. Me. <laughs> no, but I was the real quiet one. And then I had a real um, epiphany in my senior year and decided, you know, I've got to make something happen for myself. And I got maybe overly active in school. I, I joined clubs, I became president and vice president and secretary of clubs. And I just really enjoyed the last year and also through college, it just, I changed my thought process and how I wanted to be. So that was a big change for me. Let's dive into Google. Let's dive into how you can optimize your website so that you can show up in search. That is oh, the million dollar question. How can I show up in search? And I'd love it if we talk just a little bit about some of the basics. Now, driving traffic to your website. That is what we all want from spending time of of even having a website. How important is it to have the right SEO in your website so that you can show up a little bit easier? Well, I think that a lot of people get caught up on the SEO part, which it is important, but I think that the very beginning section is you need to first make sure you're following the Google rules, Ah. right? Because Google owns the game board, if you will. And so if you're not following the rules and getting to 
go and park place the right way, then they're not going to lift you up in the search rankings. So there's six points that Google makes public that's important to them. So we go through those first. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So when Google makes a really big change, they give it a really cute little animal name. Okay. So (laughs) penguin, panda, hummingbird. So these have all been really important changes that they gave warning of. So like, okay, this will happen in two months. And that gave us time to like prepare for it. So one of the most important things is that your site needs to be mobile friendly. Okay. But not just, oh, I can see it on a phone. All right. It has to be Google standard mobile friendly, which is a little different. All right. So Google actually has a link and I'll share these links with you. You can put them in the description. Google has a link where you can go in and put your URL and it'll tell you if it meets the standards of being Google mobile friendly, right? And it's just, it's things like the content is large enough to read, the buttons are big enough to touch, the structure still remains well and different things like that, that If you have, especially if you have an older website, you would want to make sure to check it because just because you can see it on a phone doesn't mean that it's going to be the right format. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's, that's the number one important thing. And that's because that 75% of us are now searching for things on our phones. So Google says, this is important. This is where they're looking for everything. This is our priorities to get ranked on the first page. Mm -hmm. The second most important thing is how fast is your site loading? All right. This is emphasized again because we're searching so much on our phones. And Google has said that if you don't match our speed, we're not going to put you up because if if people have to sit there and wait for, imagine, have to wait for two or three seconds for your site to come up. (laughs) How dare they? (laughs) I know. then we can't rank you up on the first page because you're not fast enough. I mean, we don't want people to go off of Google because they can't get your site loaded. So that's the number two thing. And there's some certain things that can be done. There's some plugins that can be added to a website because the number one problem with websites that make it slower are photographs or graphics, images. All right. So there's certain plugins that will compress these images. There are certain website or excuse me, the certain plugin that will load the content first. And then while the image is loading, it'll show content. And then as you scroll down, then the images show. So it's kind of a delayed load, if you will. But what happens is that it's meeting then Google's speed so that your site can still rank. Okay. The number three thing is a few years back, Google said, Hey, no duplicate content. When people come to your website, they need to see original content because they had certain situations where people were copying or duplicating other sites that were already on the first page. So now Google is checking for, if you would say it correctly, they're checking for plagiarism. All right. You have to write your own content. So that makes it a whole new series. You know, it's like when you go in and you're like, oh, what should I write about? What should I do? And things like that. It requires some research because you should definitely go in and write content about things that people are writing about or searching for. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure you're writing things that people are really interested in. All right. Number four, this was one of those fancy name, animal named items, <laughs> reviews. All right. Google decided 
a few years back that if you're not getting reviews, then you're probably not open. Hmm. So, and they um, have made sure that it's very clear that you cannot reward or pay or do anything like that, anybody to leave a review. So it needs to be a very authentic, real review. All right. So because they had situations where, you know, somebody had 50 relatives and say, hey, go leave a review for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so it has to be very natural and real reviews. And the with reviews, you want to make sure that you have a process or a system to ask people to leave reviews. So some people have a hard time with that because it's like, well, what if somebody's unhappy and they leave a bad review? Well, that kind of makes you look like a real business. It's very unusual that somebody would have just a complete five-star review. There's mm-hmm. got to be somebody that you've not pleased. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to have a system where you're asking people to leave reviews. And Google likes to see a range of three to six reviews a month. So Man, that's a lot of reviews. It is a lot of reviews. Yeah. And people have said that if they go and they're shopping for a company and it looks like that that business hasn't had a review in like three months, then they don't really trust them because that means somebody hasn't been happy enough to leave a review. Now, on the other side of that, you have to take into consideration that probably approximately 80% of the people that you make unhappy are always there to leave a review. But 20% of the people that are very happy with you will not leave a review. Mm-hmm. So it's a point of, if you just ask, especially the people that you know are happy with your business, they will leave review. They just don't think about it because they're just happy. So if they're unhappy, they think, oh, I want to tell everybody. But if they're happy, (laughs) they're like, oh, I'm happy. They don't think about, oh, I'm going to tell everybody. Yeah. So if you ask the happy people, especially to leave a review, they will do that. Yeah. I love that. Well, and it's similar with podcasts too. I mean, podcast reviews and ratings are huge for getting found for listeners and and getting more people to listen to your show. So everyone right now we're asking everybody watching Katie's show to review. (laughs) Exactly. Please like comment and review the show, but no, and it's true too, with, with reviews, I had no idea that was three to six a month. I mean, now for a lot of businesses, like yours truly here or real estate agents or brokerages. That's one of the things that you might not be having three to six reviews a month. So that's kind of a hard goal to, to achieve. Now, I know that you were, we only got through the top three things that Google rules for rankings, but I want to talk a little bit more about this reviews before we okay. continue on. So no you, you mentioned have a system in place to get reviews. How do you set up a system to have reviews? I know I have mine. Um, I have my G page set up that automatically, you know, go, but if somebody's like, wait, wait, what's Katie talking about with the G page here? Just walk us through maybe how to set up a good system to try and get those three to six reviews a month. All right. I have three ideas. Okay. All right. So let's say you're a service business. We'll go with that for now. All right. Maybe as the service person is leaving, they give somebody a business card that says, please share your feedback and tell us how we did with like a little bit.ly link maybe to their Google page. So if somebody has something in hand and they like sit in on their kitchen or they sit it somewhere, then they're like, especially if you made them happy, you know, they're like, oh, 
oh yeah, they did a really great job. You know, I want to, and even add like a little perk in there. Like say I went to fix your heater said, oh, Katie, I hope that everything goes well. And I hope that if you, in, if the service went well, that you'll please take this card and leave this review. And if you could mention me, I'd really like that. So now I've made a personal request to somebody, please leave a review and mention me because we built this rapport while we were here and, you know, you like me. So it's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to, we're going to do that. Yeah. So that's, that's an option. So you could make like a little business card and just have the service person. And maybe you're giving the service person a little perk, you know, every time their name is mentioned in a Google review, they get an extra bonus or something like $5 Starbucks gift card or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Now, second option is you could actually, after the job is done, you could send the company a postcard or sorry, you could send the customer a postcard. So there again, the postcard just says, we're checking up to make sure everything went well. It's important to us that our service members do an excellent job. Would you please give us your feedback with a Bentley link to their Google review? Now, obviously, if the service person comes back to you and says, man, that person was hard. They chewed me out. Da, da, da. You don't want to send them a postcard. But you're making an effort to tell people that their input and their, their review is important to you. All right. So third option is if you have like an email system, you could have it set up where like maybe you have an automatic email system and you could go ahead and put them in so that maybe two days after their service call, they get an email. So then they can get there again. It's just a a personal request to leave a review. I love those three ideas. And, you know, one of the things that that I do is I, I have in my, after, uh, like at the end of a a contract or at the end of a, I I work with a lot of trainings. And so at the end of our training sessions, I will include the link to, to the review, but those are great ideas for people that are, have the brick and mortar businesses that are out in the field that are having that face-to-face customer interaction. So I love those examples. Let's dive back in to the other three ways that Google's rules for rankings. Okay. So, all right. We have so we've done mobile friendly, okay. uh, no duplicate content and reviews. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the fast, and fast speed. So yeah, so yeah. we're down to the last That's, two. We're down the last two. All right. The next one, the next one is really hard. I have to be real honest with you. The next one is so hard because Google said that if your website gets a lot of traffic, we're going to rank it up higher. Now, here's the problem with that. All right. If you're on page, say three of Google, you're not getting any clicks. Mm-hmm. Nobody's searching on you. Maybe if you're on the top of page two, you might be getting a couple clicks, but 90% of the people are clicking on the people that are on the first page. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a you're banging your head against a brick wall because how are you going to get the traffic to your website if you're not on the first page of Google? Mm-hmm. So I guess you could make sure all your relatives visit your website once a day. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let me explain this. All right. There's a difference between black hat, gray hat, and white hat SEO. Okay. Black hat is the people who choose to try to figure out all the roundabout ways to outsmart Google. Okay. And just a really hard one. <laughs> white hat is the person or the company who does everything strictly by Google rules. And the gray hat is the one who goes mostly white hat, but every so often might try to do something that's 
not unethical or anything like that, but just uses other systems to help work with the system. All right. So this is a gray hat suggestion. <laughs> All right. So I have found, and I'll share this with you too. I have found a program that is like an app and you put it on your phone and your computer. It's best to have it on at least three items. All right. And what this app does, it's connected with everybody else's phone and computers in the country that is on this app. And what it does is it goes to your website. You tell it specifically what page you want it to go to. So if you're trying to get a specific page, let's say you're a dentist and you want to up your rankings for your wisdom teeth pulling. (laughs) So you put that page into the app. And what the program does is it, it sends a click to your website on there, and then it visits like one or two other pages, and then it ends on contact page. And Google's algorithm, that's telling Google that this person, if you will, visited this page, looked around for other things, but then went to the contact page because they contacted you. All right. That flows with Google's algorithm. So what this does is that since this is on a network of different apps, it sends somewhere in the range of about 250 to 300 clicks to your website a month. So that then gives you that juice of website visits so that Google like, oh, look, people are looking for this. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, look, they got 250 clicks this month on wisdom teeth pulling, you know, they must be popular in this area. And then what you do is that like, if you're on page three and that moves you up to page two, then once you get into like page one, you just cut back the number of actual clicks that the app is visiting so that the regular people who are searching because now you're on page one Mm -hmm. will create the natural clicks. That's our little trick to get clicks to your website. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and it's a very handy trick. I think that given a lot of great ideas there. Now, the final rule from Google for ranking. Okay. That is backlinks. So Google says that if people are sharing links, which would become a backlink to your website, then the content that you're sharing must be important. So, and those backlinks can be to blogs or social media, just any form of backlink. Press releases are a great way of creating backlinks. And often people say, well, how many backlinks do I need? And there's some different programs that you could actually go in and find out what your competition is doing. And so you need three backlinks more than your competition. (laughs) So if you're Wanting to really know how much work do I need to put into this, find out what your competition is doing and do three or four more links more than them so that you look like you're just as important or your content is just as significant as your competition. Ooh, I love that. And now, so if someone's listening, they're like, wait, 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 this kind of makes sense. So with backlinks, you mentioned blogs, you've mentioned having a, you know press releases. Now, if they're saying, wait, so I backlink on my website or do I backlink on somebody else's website? Explain backlinks on where you actually put them. Okay. You can link within your website. So if you have, say you do a blog post on one of the main pages about one of the main page topics, you can backlink to that. That's an 
interlink, which mm-hmm. still helps. But what you want is a backlink from something that's not your website. So, you know, do a share a post on Reddit or different things of that nature so that you get that type of backlink. Yeah. I found that for my blogs, I do it on medium. Mm-hmm. So just another way to, to try and get, get stuff out there, but there's so many rules and restrictions and, and tricks of the trade to help you rank higher on Google. And like you said, you know, throughout the show numerous times, if you're not on that first, or at least at the top of the second page, you're probably not going to get clicked on. This is a very important part of your online strategy, how you show up on Google. And it's something that I think a lot of people might say, well, I I have a website and having a website versus having a website that works for you are two different things. Oh, that's true. It's, it makes a really big difference. I mean, you can have a beautiful website on third page and a so-so website on the first page, but Mm -hmm. the first page person is going to get the business. So, and if you, especially if you really follow these aspects um, and you can get into that three pack, you know, so if you don't know what that means, so at the beginning, usually when you do a search on Google, the top are ads and then right underneath that is a little section where it's a map with three businesses, they get 80% of the clicks. So if you can get in the three pack, then that's the super goal. But being at least on first page gives you more exposure. Now, before we finish up, I want to ask you two questions. So first question is, is there any piece of advice that you would give to somebody if they say, okay, Lois, you convinced me I need to pay attention to my website. I don't even know where to begin. What would you say to that person that's ready to go out there and take action right now? I would say that you really need to first off find out if your site is mobile friendly and fast enough, because I would hate for you to go and do a lot of work with content and different things of that nature and find out that your site's not mobile friendly. So it's, it's not, it will not be on the first page if it's not mobile friendly or fast enough. So those are the two things to really start with. And it may put you in a position where you have to do a new website or you need to do a different WordPress theme or whatever type of site you have. But those would be the first two things. You've got to make sure that it's mobile friendly and fast. Well, Lois, this has been such a great conversation. Where can we find out more about you and your business online? Uh, Well, you can look for J as in Jack, F as in Frank, T as in Tom web marketing. So it's jftwebmarketing.com or find me on the social medias as jftwebmarketing. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for coming on the show today. Well, thank you, Katie. It's been a pleasure. Hoo-wee. There are a lot of things you have to do in order to rank on Google. It's not just by having a pretty website. Thank you again to Lois for coming on the show today because There's so many things. And I love that she said the very first thing you can do to make sure that you can have even just the opportunity is by making sure that your website is mobile friendly. That statistic of 75% of people looking on their phones, Googling on their phones, it makes perfect sense now that I think about it. But at the same time, I'm like, man, 75%, you have to make sure that your website is Google friendly. Now, I also like that she mentioned the backlinks, having the backlink for your social media, for your blog, for your podcast, for your YouTube channel, 
using all of those options to send traffic from your LinkedIn post over to your website, from sending them from your Facebook post over to your website, that is going to be beneficial. That's going to help you. So a statistic that I came across before is that Facebook is one of the most indexed pages, websites of Google. So if you are posting consistently to your Facebook page and backlinking to your website, it's only going to help you when people type in your name, if it will search Facebook for that phrase too. So Great ideas from Lois today. I can't thank her enough for coming on. And if you're ready to move forward with paying a little bit more attention to your website, making sure that it is optimized for you, start with making sure it's mobile friendly, make sure that you have a fast open speed. And lastly, post to social media, link to your website, take that opportunity from Facebook, from LinkedIn, from YouTube to send people back over to your website. And that will just help you rank higher over on the Googles. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. As always, I'd love to hear from you. You can visit my website at www.nextstepsocialcommunications.com. Connect with me on LinkedIn or check me out on Instagram. Let's keep taking your marketing to new heights.